Well, well, well. Last week, Craig Goodwin came back, but in arguably even bigger news, we're back. Back for another episode of the Night Shift Football Podcast. Gee whiz, Jamie Vardy's not bad if you've got a spare meal. We'll go over what we like about the Foxes and which of their stars should star at the Euros. Since you're only as good as your latest result, Bayern must be cabbage after drawing at home. Man, Adelaide are bad. But if Adelaide are bad, what the fuck a Melbourne victory? Lucky we've got the Lady Reds to give us some hope. And we've also got some games of the week to go over. Joining me once again to help ramble through it all is Bamford fanboy Tommy Fort. Mate, how you doing? Uh, I'm okay. Uh, I forgot that we actually played football over the weekend. I blocked it all out. I tried to block it out too. I just... There, there wasn't many results to, uh, to crow about, unfortunately. Um, Not even Arsenal leads? Uh, Arsenal Leeds was was something. They definitely played, didn't they? Did you um did you watch it? I didn't watch it. You didn't watch it? No, I couldn't couldn't do it. See, that's that's the difference between a man with a Valentine, man with a bottle of Valentines. <laughs> a bottle of Valentines. <laughs> it was not the Valentine's date I was looking forward to, that's for sure. Hey, where do you want to start then? Premier League? Yeah, we can do Premier League. Premier League? Premier, we... League, Premier League was pretty good after how much we um well we didn't uh shit on it that much last week, but we said we weren't that impressed. I watched a uh, fair few games this weekend that I was really thoroughly impressed by. Which one most so? Probably the Leicester Liverpool game, I would say. That was um that was chaos. The last twenty five minutes were just remark it was remarkable football. It was like it was such a just a concoction of everything about COVID and VAR and a lack of fans and just It was good. What do you think of uh are Leicester are they mounting a challenge? Everyone keeps talking about them mounting a challenge, but... Yeah, are they just, they're mounting a challenge throughout the entire season? Yeah. Where it never actually reaches the climax, they're just constantly plotting the idea of winning the league again? No, and they've... Are they... No one's going to catch City, are they? No one's going to catch City. Uh, we saw that again with their demolition job. Um, we were talking before about how much we like... We do like the look of Leicester. Um, I'm a bit worried, though. They've got, obviously, Europa League starting back up this week. Yeah, I believe so. And that'll... That, that could start to hurt them a bit more going forward. Definitely, because it does seem like uh, their best team is the same. I mean, it's most teams' best teams, obviously, going to be the same four combination of players. But I don't. we haven't really seen an injury crisis with them since the back half of last season where they absolutely tailed off horrifically. No. Unless you want to count Vardy missing for a few weeks recently. Yeah. I mean, that probably what slipped them up against Leeds, yeah. to be honest with you. They don't seem to have great depth, but they're... What they do have in their starting lineup is, is pretty solid. It's yeah, I mean, and it's players that they've brought in from all different areas of the world as well. It's not like sometimes you can get these good sleeper teams that come up and they just have like a combination of three or four homegrown players that have played together. They understand the club, yeah. the system, and everything. But you look at Leicester and they've got Yuri Tielemans, who obviously comes in from gun, absolute gun. Uh, uh, bloody James Madison, who they brought in. I can't remember who from now. But Pereira. Then, yeah. Ricardo Pereira. Yeah, precisely. And Harvey Barnes, if you're going to have one that uh, comes through the system. But Harvey Barnes. Harvey Barnes is so good. He um, Is he going to the Euros? I would, it would be fun. It would be fun to see Harvey Barnes. But It'd I can't... Fun. I think this being the first season where he's really tied his whole game together, uh, he's definitely more composed in front of goal. He's adding goals to his game. But I he don't... Is. I think if you look at someone like his teammate James Madison... Uh, he's probably someone that's more deserving of going to the Euros. Madison? Yeah. Yeah. James, I would say so. James Madison gives me a whap. 
<laughs> yeah, he, he is he is a star I love him he's my go-to signing on FIFA these days elongate I thought WAP was going to stand for <laughs> <it>. <laughs> he is great um, I just I'm not sure he hasn't I don't think he's been called up yet to an England squad yeah at senior level and I don't know if he will because obviously they've got Phil Foden Jack Graylish yep Mason um, Mount potentially yeah and then I guess there's a lot of players in that position yeah, there's yeah. a lot of players well, English Madison players. would be my pick for there but maybe well it's hard it's to say it's the system like you don't know what... Southgate does I mean everyone gives him a lot of shit but it's a fucking terrible job the England national team How do well, he's you... got some headaches this year yeah and like what, what, what system would you want to play as England as well because it's hard to adopt anything outside of two strikers yeah and it's tough for him if you want to take obviously they like to take the three in midfield with a holding instead of the attacking which then yeah that cuts straight away that cuts out Foden yeah. Graylish Madison it alienates their best in talents. favour of maybe Calvin Phillips uh, who's the West Ham uh, Declan Rice Declan Rice who yeah. I think is a little bit overrated but potentially did score overnight did score um, it was a penalty <laughs> but nonetheless <laughs> that's good for England they need penalty takers <laughs> yeah if they ever get to a dreaded shootout inevitably the uh, the quarterfinal semi-final shootout um, I wanted to talk about Jamie Vardy yeah why not I did slag Jamie, him last week a little bit <laughs> Jamie Carragher came out and said he's probably the best transfer ever based on what? based on the fact they paid a million pounds for him from Fleetwood oh okay so just money well, and that he came in and he's won a Premier League title. Yeah, true. And he bangs in goals for fun. Yeah, he does. And the, still... You know, they're sitting third and he bangs him in for them for a million pounds these days. These days. It's a pretty good... Oh, you. It's hard to say what he, like, what do you judge the best transfer ever on? Surely you know? it has to be just impact, right? Potentially, yeah. 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 So I'm thinking the best transfer ever but was probably Robin Van Persie to Man United. <laughs> That is just a ridiculous <laughs> thing to say. <laughs> An absolutely ridiculous thing to say. It's won them the, uh, their 20th title. Saw Fergie off in style. Anyway, Jamie Vardy's good. Jamie Vardy's excellent. No, I, no I, I, I agree. I think when you look at a player that came from the lower leagues, not a lot of fuss, was cut from academies as a young fella, kept going, you know, doesn't really adhere to any of the modern day footballer tropes. Uh, he's just a remarkable breath of fresh air. Yeah. And he's, I mean, we're just talking about the England squad. He's definitely come back into, uh, into his best form, I think, since eliminating that whole thing from his mindset. Yeah. Um, and yeah, sure, he's got a tap-in on the weekend, but he's, he's the reason that defenders and goalkeepers collide because they're so afraid of what this guy can do if yeah. the ball drops in and, in, in and anywhere around him. He's got lightning pace and he just, his finishing ability is just so... How is he so quick? Is it the Red Bull? It's the Red Bull. <laughs> what is he, 33? Yeah, I think that's 32. That's a guess because we're not experts. <laughs> we really we need someone sitting behind the laptop googling all this stuff for us and giving us the thumbs up. Or yeah, we need a producer. Up. So if anyone wants to get in touch, um, producer slash googler, yeah. that'll be your role. Yeah, you can Google shit for us that we don't know. <laughs> Nor do we need to talk about. Make us look better. <laughs> did you catch any other Premier League games? I did. Yeah, I did. Uh, obviously, Arsenal Leeds, which we skimmed over a little bit. That um, wasn't too bad a spectacle in the second half. Um, there's just something fundamentally wrong with the way Leeds set up without Calvin Phillips. Yeah, uh, playing a centre back at in the number six role, yeah. and then 
moving your right back to centre back and then bringing in a central midfielder in Shackleton to play right back. Yeah. Um, it looked like Arsenal really went for that as well. Yeah, they did. That was the side they looked at going. Yeah. No, definitely. Uh, you we saw can get him here. Aubameyang's first goal was gliding in off the uh, left hand side, which was James. Yep. Jamie Shackleton's side. To be fair, he plays right fullback for the under 23s. Okay. Um, but mainly it's for his pace and his willingness to get forward and get beyond the defender. But that's not that's not going to help you against no. a red no. hot Arsenal who, I have to say, the combination work of Erdouard and uh, Saka, who's just an incredible player. Oh, Saka is brilliant. He's putting his hand up for the England squad as well, I think. Yes. When you, mentioned, when you said Barnes, my mind went to actually, I think Saka is probably more worthy. He has lit it up perhaps, this season. Perhaps. There's, there's definitely headaches there. He's so exciting. Um, you've still got Sancho as well. Rashford, they all get a look in on the wings. Yeah. Sterling. Yeah, of course. We're not even talking about the big hitters. <laughs> so, yeah, headache, headaches. Good headaches. For England selection, good, good headaches. headaches. Do, do you um, think, just a quick side note, do you think the Euros will go ahead? Uh, I don't think they should, but yeah, I don't. I it's hard to. I can't believe there's been any international football this year. Oh, but I know the international breaks. How about when it players finished? keep coming back with positive tests? Yeah, and it just seems ridiculous. Yeah, in this time, and they're under conditioned as well because they haven't really had a proper off season. Yeah, they're playing. They're cramming all these league fixtures in. They're still trying to play the cup competitions. I don't know why. Why are they even having a league cup as well? Um, the players could Bonkers. use a break. Uh, but the Euros will go ahead because uh, TV rights and money and that's all UEFA really UEFA. want, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. It will uh, p- probably be the best tournament we've ever seen now we've said this. It, it could be. <laughs> um, I caught the... I watched most oh, yeah. of the Man United game. Fun. Uh, I'll tell you what. Fun. Did Luke um, Shaw get a run? Um, he did. He played okay. He played okay. But... um. What do you think of the... Do you think it was a foul on Lindelof? Oh, the defender climbing all over him. The attacker climbing... The oh, the striker. Atta- sorry, the attacker Lindelof's climbing all the over defender. him. Lindelof's um, the defender. Yeah. Um, it's, de- it's definitely a foul. It's probably a foul. It's definitely a foul. It's hard. Uh, it's so hard because you just... You'll see the first one from the first corner and there'll be a little bit of that. And it's at that point where you sort of... The referee has to get in between and be like, if you do any of this shit again, I'm just going to call pens or I'm just going to refer it to VAR and we can look at every corner if you want. Yeah. And that's going to... It should stop players from doing this, but it escalates because we don't adjudicate on it. And yeah. it's hard to say which is which and which is not. I think um, if I was a... It's one of those ones, if I was a United fan, I'd be, as much as you can be annoyed at the decision, I'd be more annoyed at how weak Lindelof was there. Like Piss. He lets the striker get around in front of him. And after that, he kind of fouls him after he beats him to it. Yeah. So it is still a foul, but he, you'd want Lindelof to be doing better. And you'd want to be you want to be scoring more than one against West Brom anyway. Yeah, precisely. Really? Like adjudicating those uh, challenges in the air is really difficult because you have to look at the starting point of each player. Yeah. Which player has, uh, I guess, like a right to attack the ball more so than I always think if a player is moving towards the ball, um, and a player is standing still, the player moving towards the ball has the right of way. And I think if there's any sort of foul involved within that, you should just let it go. Potentially, Potentially. I, I actually like that as a striker. Well, that's what we want to see. We want to let see more go. goals. Yeah. yeah. Let, it all <laughs> let, go. It, let it all go. Do what you want. Yeah. No let, rules. Let the defenders wrap their arms. Well, this goes back to my, you very wisely warned me not to uh, write a let's abolish penalties <laughs> article during the week. And I'm telling you, if we just got rid of penalties, we wouldn't have to worry about this stupid shit. 
I don't know where to start with that. We're not abolishing penalties. <laughs> it's just not happening. It's, it's a crazy at, idea. Look out for it on the site. I'm going to put an argument together. And right. I think you guys will agree with me. Mm, I don't know if we will. But we'll go along with it. Did you... Any other games you caught? Not really. Across Europe? Oh, across Europe? Or anywhere? Uh, are we going to get into the, to the Adelaide United game? Or... Uh, we'll get to that in a sec. I just want to quickly shout out the worst game of football I've seen this season. Oh, shit. Wait, wait, can I guess? Can I guess? Is it, was it in England? No, it oh, wasn't in England. That. No. All right, go it was it. in Spain, and I rarely watch La Liga. And I watched Getafe and Real Sociedad. Oh, it just sounds bad. They drew nil all. Uh, no, they didn't draw nil all. Uh, Sociedad. <laughs> I, tuned, so I turned it off with 20 minutes to go, to be honest. But I think I was mostly angry because I had uh, I needed over two and a half goals in my multi. Ooh. And Talking from there the was, wallet again. There was one shot on target in the first, <laughs> like, 70 minutes. And they scored from it, and that was it. And just the other, like, the losing team, Getafe, this is what pisses me off about La Liga, is, like, they're losing 1-0 and they still want to knock the ball around the halfway line and then they get forward down the wing and they're too afraid to put a cross in because they don't want to lose the ball so they turn around and play it back but then the defence just gets out presses them and they eventually lose the ball anyway Brilliant. it's like you're losing 1-0 and it's like <laughs> you, haven't even, you haven't even got a shot on target and it just yeah so that triggered me a bit but that's all I've got that's all I've got at the moment isn't there some weird quirk of the Spanish league um that when you beat a team, the points are awarded differently, dependent on goals scored. Uh, is it head-to-head in their goal difference in their league table? It's the same in, in Serie A it's, um, and La Liga. I think it's it's the head-to-head record if you're level with another team. Yeah. Because I think that's how Atletico won the league a little while back. Yeah, it was on like head-to-head. Yeah, and they won at the Nou Camp. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, Diego Godin. Yes, very true. Um, they won the league on head-to-head, I think. Yeah. But I know that is how they settle it. Look that up. If we yeah. if anything that we say is wrong, please do write into us and correct us. Yeah, let us know that we're idiots, please. I enjoy being corrected. It's one of my favourite functions of being a human being. <laughs> uh, while, while we're in Europe, yeah. uh, I called it into Milan. They're the team to beat. They've gone top. One win. They've gone top. You're already giving yourself the G up. One win. Come on. <laughs> One win since you called it and you're ready. Yep. Hey, look at me. Well, I got it. On the same weekend that I predicted Inter <laughs> to win the league, Milan went and lost to a pathetic Spezia side. Ooh, I didn't even know who Spezia was until I saw they, them. They, like, they nearly <laughs> folded this year. They were horrendous. Like, they were, they've been that bad. Like, they've got so many issues at their club. Um, but they came out and got a 2-0 win over Milan. And then the next night, um, Inter beat Lazio. Lukaku got another two. Yes, love and to see it. And they're top of the league now with no European football to play. Ah, shit. Okay. So so they're already in the ascendancy. That's good. They're on the go. Yeah. What happened to Milan? They were just they were just dreadful. Just big garbage. Yeah, they were just Didn't dreadful. They, they've been a bit shaky since the turn of the new year. But okay. What do you uh, attribute that to? No idea. No idea? Just no idea. Those, yeah. It's just intriguing to see how it pans out because the race in Italy at the moment is fantastic. Juve lost it again. They lost to Napoli. Oh, shit. And, uh, yeah, they're, um, they're in a bit of trouble. I don't know if they're going to be able to catch Inter. So, and then the race for the rest of the Champions League spots is pretty tight between Lazio, Roma, 
Napoli is still there. Yep. Clinging so on now. It's a great happen. it's a great table at the moment. Oh that's, bloody beautiful. That's all I got. Yeah, nice. That's all I got for oh, Europe. There was some Champions League this morning. Uh, well we're recording this on Wednesday, the whatever date it is, seventeenth. Yeah, that's the one. Um, so we did catch a little little European Champions League this morning. Great to see it. Even though we're bemoaning international fixtures, yeah. you see the Champions League come out, you can't help get a little bit excited. We do love Champions League more. The Champions! <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yeah, oh, beautiful. I can't resist. Cannot resist. Even the hairs on the back of my neck stand it up now. That's brilliant. What was it you said earlier about the, the crown? The crown. The kid has become the goat. The and kid. The kid, yeah. Which and kid? Kylian Mbappe. Kylian Mbappe. Hat-trick at the new Camp. Unbelievable. Yeah. After but, they went 1-0 down to a messy pen. Ooh, to turn it on. I um I don't really catch much of PSG. I don't I don't watch any French league at all. You but. know, we could treat, they just lost top spot. Did they? Yeah. I, I don't know who's taken away the Monaco maybe. Well, may, maybe next week we'll look at France a bit more. Yeah, deep dive on France. A bit of a look at France. 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 You can tell we You can tell we're South Australians. France. France. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you wanted to talk about Bayern I did want to talk about Bayern Because um, they're shit now aren't they I think they're shit They I lost think... a game so they suck No well they didn't even lose They drew a game they drew so they suck <laughs> yeah, they, just became, they just became world champions But then they drew a game So now uh, yeah, Only as good as your latest game Therefore Precisely Therefore they're, they suck They're nothing They're 17th in the Bundesliga That's what they are What, what, <laughs> what, what happened <laughs> They well I think Fresh off of their Remarkable Club World Cup victory, which seemingly no one knew was happening and no one talked about at all. I don't, I don't think I saw a single highlights package from it. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't even tell you the team they beat. Uh, in the Club World Cup. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, precisely. No one watches it. What is the function of this tournament? Uh, yeah, it's. I didn't mind it when I was a kid. It was a good to got to see like one of the. The fancy Brazilian teams, you know, out there running around doing stepovers everywhere. Yeah. But now I don't know. I don't know what the purpose of it is. It's just it's a nothing tournament. No one really cares. No. Except the team that wins it. Yeah, exactly. Or the lower team competing it because we can speak from a little bit of experience because Adelaide's obviously competed in this tournament. We got goal of the tournament, didn't we? I think we did. Uh, Cristiano. Cristiano got yeah. goal of the tournament. Absolute banger. Yeah. Now it's funny you say it. It just comes back. Oh. Yeah. But great goal! Yeah, yeah, we were one game away from playing Man United. We were, but we lost to Gamba Gamba Osaka again. I think it was Gamba again. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, no more on that. Club World Cup can just do one. It can probably do Not one interested. unless you're going to elevate it to the heights of a proper, uh, like a proper tournament. But it's not ever going to come anywhere near. No, not especially in the middle of the season like that when yeah the clubs that are involved in it are generally mounting title challenges or. European challenges of some sort. Yeah. They don't want to be... Or to the detriment of the Asian sides as well, because they're in pre-season. That's true, yeah. Or they've just started yeah. their leagues up, so they're not anywhere near ready to go. So if you're listening, FIFA, which I know you are, scrap the Club World Cup, please. Just scrap it or change done. it. Nah, don't just fuck it off. Yeah, they don't care. Scrap it, done. <laughs> just scrap it. Bring back the Oceania Champions Cup. That's all I want to see. Have you got anything more to add about the Bayern game? Yeah, you sorry, to talk sorry. About, yeah, or, the, uh, <laughs> the Bayern Armenia Bielefeld game. Aside from us just saying they suck, uh, it was it was just a remarkable game for so many different reasons. I think it was only two or three days since they've been back, and they lined up with essentially a full strength squad. Yeah, Lewandowski started. Uh, Alfonso Davies played. Uh, Tolisso played. A lot of their wingers. I mean, Chupo Motting played, but we don't have to go into that. 
No. That's still a baffling transfer to me. Um, but un- in, under in- intense conditions, it was just sheeting down with the white stuff. Um, they fell 1 0. They fell behind 1 0. So this crazy goal that you just you couldn't see the ball. They were playing with white fucking footballs in the snow. You couldn't see anything. Makes sense. Makes total sense. And so after the goal goes in, they change the balls. This guy comes out with this shitty little lawnmower for snow and starts trying to redefine the lines. This is how bad the conditions are. At halftime, Armenia find themselves 2-0 up. And you're scenes. looking... Yeah, you're looking at perhaps... Hashtag scenes. Hashtag scenes. They're 17th in the league. Yeah. And you think you're looking at something special here. Um, but then they delay the game. They clear the pitch. And like a minute after halftime, Lewandowski does leather things. Comes in, bangs one home. Makes it 2-1. Game on. From kickoff, Armenia pick up the ball, play it down the wing. Everyone stops for some reason. I think they're expecting offside. Cuts it back across 3 1. Scenes. Scenes. Hashtag scenes again. Hashtag scenes again. Scenes at the Allianz. The remarkable thing about the Armenia team, they'd scored. Armenia. 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 Bielefeld. <laughs> Armenia Bielefeld. The remarkable thing about this is they hadn't scored from a corner all season. They do it for the first time at the New Camp. Fantastic. And the other two goal New scorers. Camp. Oh, the new camp. <laughs> the new camp in Munich. <laughs> Allianz. <laughs> oh no, we've colonised Europe again. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long night. Yeah, it's been, it has been a long night. Aren't they all? Oh God. But yeah, uh, the other two guys scored their first goal in the Bundesliga. Uh, you know, Bayern come back and get two more and draw 3-3, but that's irrespective to the result. Yeah. It was just an incredible thing to see at 6.30 in the morning on a, my phone. <laughs> a, big, a big draw for them. Huge draw. And because the, the relegation race in the Bundesliga is actually quite tight with um, heavyweights, Schalke down there. Oh, uh, relegation, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Arminia are too... too Schalke have been... Um, Schalke are probably the... They'd be probably the third biggest club in Germany in terms of numbers behind Bayern and uh, Borussia Dortmund. Yep. Um, For sure. That's huge why that following, is. huge club, and they have just been absolutely down the shitter lately. Unreal. They are horrible, but um, I think they'll survive because they they did some good business in January. Um, I can't think of any of the players off the top of my head, but I know they picked up a few and they're looking to bounce back. They've had uh, in Germany as well. You, it's not. I think it's second bottom as a playoff. Playoff. The third bottom has a playoff. Such a great idea. We yeah. should do that in Australia. A playoff against years. like the third team in the second second Bundesliga. So mm-hmm. uh, you're not confirmed. You don't automatically go down. So that's an interesting concept. But I really like it. The prospect of that. That game is massive. They do it in Scotland as well. Where uh, mm. one team goes down, second bottom plays against whoever finished second in the second division. Yeah. But Scotland also do that weird league split thing as well. Yeah, they do their league split. They play each other. They play every team three times, and then to get to thirty-eight games, they split the league in half, and you play the top six. If you finish in the top six, you play against the other top six sides for your yeah. last five games. Do you ever think this is why people don't give a shit about Scottish football? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> should we? Uh, should we leave it there, and we'll come back and talk about Adelaide in a bit, if we have to. <laughs> We have to. All right. We're back. Football chat. So, you want to talk about Adelaide? Yeah. I think we begrudgingly have to, don't we? Oh, man. 
What a, what a game. Yeah, it's a little bit like that. I didn't get to watch it because uh, I was at work, but I had it on. I was streaming it in my pocket, the headphones on at work, and uh, I wanted to tear my hair out. Incredibly frustrating. Yeah. I stupidly, I also had work, so I left it to watch when I got home, and that was just devastating. Devastating way to end because I thought the first 60 minutes, although we're totally under the pump, we never, we never really got a foothold in the game. Um, MacArthur's experience and I think just their overall quality shone really throughout most of the match. They dealt with the conditions better and everything. Yeah. But I, I thought the, the first 60 minutes, our resilience was pretty good. I thought there was a lot of last-ditch challenges there, a lot of goal-line clearances. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of things I think, you know, even when our forward players can't get into the game, it was it was nice to see a resolute defence and new defence as well with Timotheu making his debut. That is, yeah, that is good to see. Just, I guess, hard to hard to get around it too much on the end of a four nil in the second half. Yeah, it's just it's just the way we capitulated after that first goal. I mean, I, I, I wrote to pieces. You, yeah, I wrote to you afterwards. It probably was close to a four nil game on the balance of the way it went. Oh, for sure. Um, but just the fact that you can see four of them within 20, 25 minutes spell right at the death. It's just, yeah, that, that for me, it worries me more than anything is the way that everything just went to pieces after that first goal. Yeah. We, um, we seem to kind of lack a bit of leadership mm-hmm. really as much as, I mean, Jak- Jakobsen was Melbourne city's captain for a while. He's got a bit of leadership, but just like Stefan Mork. He seems like a different sort of captain. Like he's the captain that's gonna, he's gonna show you what he can do with the ball. Yeah, playing. He's not not so much as a, yeah, it's you know, his, a defensive rock. Mm-hmm. It's gonna lift everyone. It's his performance. He's gonna try and win you the game on his own back. Yeah, and that's his captaincy, which he's capable of doing. Kind of like a, a Gerard in a sense. Not saying yeah. the same players, but so yeah, um, I wrote I wrote a piece the other day for the site um, about the lack of experience in this squad. And with all the excitement we have with all these incredible young players that we have coming through, uh, it's frustrating to not have some good experience. We've got experienced players in there, but not experienced leaders, I don't think. And that's it kind of shows a lot. Uh, yeah, 100%. I think we, we need to be looking at players like Halloran in these situations. And yeah. we've mentioned it a lot before, uh, before we started doing this that Halloran in losing situations is just not the guy that you can rely on to no. to drag you out of it. And it's weird because he's a soccer route. He's got experience playing yeah. at the highest level in but Germany. There's no doubt he's got absolute quality, but... Um, oh, he is quality. It's yeah. just... Yeah, there's only... You know what you're going to get from him, and that's that's his attacking output. Not so much his... Uh, you know, you're not signing him for his leadership qualities and... Stuff like that. I mean, like I suppose, we don't know because we're not out at training and stuff yeah. all the time. We don't see what goes I on. I suppose, but it gets to a but, point where a player has to burden these responsibilities. He is the experienced member of the squad, and so he has to yeah. grow. I imagine he's on decent coin. You know, he does well for us, and I like him as a footballer. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but there's. I think as a player, as you get older and the more you see and the more you do, you've got to take on these responsibilities even more so in this side. Yeah, with all the young wingers that we've got coming through. Yeah, um, I think mate, like Maroney, we've got Maroney there as well. Yep. Um, he. Do you know his deal he, right now? Uh, I've no idea. He must be injured. He must be. Was he on the? Uh, he may have been on the bench second game, I think. Yeah. But Maroney, we should look into. And the inter. 
I wrote about it. I think we talked about it last week, but the international spots are just it's so triggering like you know we've got Lopez played over 200 games in La Liga and we've seen him once so far I mean you know there's only so much you can do about injuries but we've got other spots there it'd be nice to you know be nice to try and fill him with some experience there definitely I think just to bring up the help with the younger ones and hell yeah it's twofold as well because I think you watch MacArthur and they filled their international spots well. Their yep. international striker scores three goals. Hatrick, yep. sure. Um, and then their two Spanish midfielders, Sasueta. Sasueta. Is fantastic. Was fantastic against the us. The other one, Benya. Yeah. Benya. He was wicked. Yeah, he's class. He ran he's rings around, yeah. around our midfield. He was... Um, From uh, Bilbao. Yeah. Like Bilbao. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Bielsa decided. So that's what I mean. These are the internationals they've been able to get in. Like uh, Matt Derbyshire as well. The striker, like, yeah he's been putting them away so yeah it's frustrating um, but then on, on the second part as well is I think with Adelaide you reflect on who have been your favourite players throughout the 15, 16, 17 years the club's been around yeah. and your top five probably has three or four Argentinians or Spaniards in it for sure and yeah. I think we're missing out on the quality on the field and we're also missing out on the fan engagement as well that's true, yeah. We're, we're missing, definitely out missing out on, on bringing people like Izzy, Pablo Sanchez, Carusca, uh, even yeah. Flores I mean, for the season that he was there. Yeah, Dario. Yeah, Dario. SVD to a lesser extent. Even Adlung for the year we had him. Yeah, Adlung was great. I enjoyed it. Um, who was the bloody winger as well? Absalonson. Absalonson. Absolutely, Absalonson. Yeah, I was going to call him Salamander then because I was Salamander. thinking Salamander. I knew it was like a fish Salamander. or something. <laughs> You knew it was a fish or something. That's how I related to it. No, he yeah. was wild as well. I mean, yeah. these guys can come and stop for a season if they want. I guess. I'd, I'd rather see them stay. I'd rather see them stay. Of course, but um, it's got, the conditions are going to be there and all that. Yeah, we got. what have we got this week? We've got Central Coast Friday night. Yes. They keep winning. I'd, I've never been as as so worried as the Mariners as I have since they had like Yedinak and all that. This is This could be potentially bad for us. I'm more worried that... Matt Simon scores after I just oh. talk shit about him every week. He's going to come and score a hat-trick at Highmarsh now and just rub it into me. You know he is. You just know it. I'm just thinking now, who's he going to try and rough up? And who's he going to try and get under their skin? Is well, him and, Elsie, and him and Elsie are going to go head-to-head, yeah. aren't they? And this is a classic striker-centre-back battle over the... Like, I always enjoy watching Elsie play Barisha and Elsie play players that he's played against like 15, 20 times because yeah. there's that established rivalry between the players. It's fun to watch them... Yeah. In every sure. challenge, every time they interact. And this will be another one of those. I hope so. Um, Do we know what's happening at right back? Uh, in terms what's of... still with Strain? I don't know. He's injured. I know he's that injured. he's definitely out injured. It's not like a... So what, do you, what do you think of Abatu? I like him. I liked him last season uh, when he made his debut against City, I think it was. I was really impressed that day. And I think he's been... His, his issue is the guys that play in front of him are not the experienced players that need to carry them through the game well one um well, i mean he's got Halloran in front of him on the right he probably needs to i think Halloran was on the left last game is he on the left, we had, left was he we had dukali on the oh and then oh no, no sorry, i can't remember i'm thinking about when yangi came on and played in front of uh, him yep. and i was just like oh god this is this is a chaos which i mean that probably contributed a little bit to the capitulation as well yeah viet's viet subs sometimes you just <sighs> adding to the frustration yeah, that's may, for sure maybe sometimes just leave it like maybe you don't have to maybe bring these players these, on I think he'll figure second. it out yeah I think he's learning as well 
Yeah, we're all learning. We're all learning. <laughs> Everyone's I, learning. I messaged, I messaged dad during the, after the game and I said to him, I think I'm going to have to learn to be comfortable with Adelaide getting smashed most weeks this season. Yeah, especially away from home. Oh, definitely away from home. I think it's, especially with the young players, away from home, you take away, I think they, they get a kick out of the... You, the buzz you feel in the crowd. Yeah, yeah. You know, when they announce, like, one like, of the tour raises coming on or they call out their name at the start of the game and the, the, the crowd lifts. And every time they get the ball, you can hear the crowd lift. Yeah. Um, you don't get that away from home. And Conversely, they get the Boo Boys. The, the Boo Boys. Uh, Ali got a little bit of a uh, little bit of a rough reception when he came on. Did he? Mm. That's a bit rough. Yeah, I think they're just recognising him as a good player now. Well, that's good. That's a good so. thing. Um, on that, Al Santori again. He's just not quite there. Give him time. No, where did he come? Did he come on wide again? Yep. It looks to be a set play. So they must now. be. They must have like something. Obviously, goes on at training that says that he's. Yeah. Carl wants to use him as a wide player. Yeah. There must be something there, but it just, we'll wait and see. It feels like the reverse Henri. The reverse Henri. Yeah. Yeah. You, you take him from wide and bring him inside. I don't know. That you take yeah, him I can't, inside and I can't bring him out think wide. Of too many players that goes the other way with. No. I immediately think of like Gareth Bale goes from like a left back to a winger to, a to winger. playing up front. Ronaldo, yeah. winger to striker. Yeah. You know, Messi, winger to striker to whatever the hell he wants. Maybe Toure's going to do it the other way. Yep. Striker to winger. Yeah, he's going to revolutionise the, yeah. the wing role from striker. He's going to revolutionise it worldwide. <sighs> he could. He could. Uh, did you see the horrible news yesterday? Yeah, I did. About Nath. About Nath. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Shocking. Uh, apparently his... heartbreaking. Not the same knee. Yes, the other leg. The other knee. I mean, that... You just... Oh, God. Where do, you, where do you reckon he goes from here? Just, you've got, just got to focus on recovery at the moment. But what... Like, like I mean, he he's... He's long term. Well, I mean, he's only got a deal, to, a deal to the end of this year, I think. I think, much like the last season, the club will honor the deal him. for another season. I hope so. I hope so too. I'd I, like to see that. I would like to see that. I'm, I'm, and like, it makes it really hard. I'm not interested in the business approach of money and this is what I mean. it makes, look after your players. But he also has to be registered then, doesn't he? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so that's taking up a, a spot in the finite squad, which is a sacrifice, but one that I'm... I mean, if we're going to do that yeah, with, well, with I, Chen, we may as well do I it with I saw the other growth. idea floated about was... Uh, I'm not sure how it all works, but I don't know if it's you could potentially just loan him to an MPL. Oh, interesting. Yep. Side. I mean, for all intents I guess and if he's injured, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how it all works, but I would just. I'd like to the see deal. the club stick with him. Yeah, honor the Give deal. Him a deal. Keep him because he is he's a good player. We talked about him last week. Like, I don't, I don't think he's bad. I just I don't think he's a star mm. and. But you need players like this. Is this is the A League? Like, you need players like that. Like, you need players in your squad that can come on and do a job and be handy. Yeah. And he's a handy squad player. Yeah, for sure. Um, and for now, one that yeah. I'd like us. One that I'd like us. He's still young. Yeah. You wonder what he could have done with a full season if he wasn't injured last year. And you yeah, wonder. Yeah, you if do he, wonder. Yeah. Because that I think to the Western United game. I think did we win four three? We lost four three against Western United. Yeah. He scored a couple peach goals that day. He was yep. fantastic through the midfield link and play. He, he, can, he scored can a banger a this year already. Yeah. Yeah. He, he went close, I think, against Perth off the Yeah, bench. he did. He went close again. He's a valuable member of the squad. And he is. And I'd like to see us keep him. It's it's devastating news. And like, all you can think. We don't want to see anyone get injured. Nah, shit, no. Players we don't like. We still don't want to see him injured. We don't want to see people injured. I've seen like a few of the guys mm. I play with that have done, they've done a few knee injuries and just seeing how long it 
can take him to get back up. Yeah. And then that's just to get back up into like running Mm. in a straight line and then running and turning and then getting into games is a whole nother level again. So we wish him all the best, obviously. Definitely. And like, I don't want to write his uh, football career off, but he's a very personable guy and I think he has his own podcast as well. Does he? He's very funny, yeah. Well, there you go. There's a plug. United boys on there. There's a plug. There you go. Nice. I think he's got one, yeah. Yeah. I've seen some clips of him doing it. Um, Can I add a bit of saltiness? Oh, please. We need to. How much do you fucking hate cowbells? (laughs) (laughs) What is with the bell? Why? I'm not not just saying it because we lost either, but even if we beat MacArthur, this whole cowbell thing. I know. Bringing Gladys Berejiklian out at half time. That's what we mean by cowboy well. (laughs) That's what we mean, right? Cowbell. No. Cowbell. Um, Horrible. Horrible. Horrible trend. Horrible thing. Like, do you remember the 2010 World Cup in South Africa? The Vuvuzelas? Triggered. Mm. It's my numb. Like, a month. A month of football with just... I get PTSD from it. I watched it on mute. I watched I literally went to pubs so they couldn't fucking hear it. Yeah, horrible. The only thing worse, I think, is like, you know those... Like grown men wearing like chicken buckets on their head at fucking cricket games. Like, come on, man, you're an adult and you're blocking the view of a child behind <laughs> you. So you can so you can wear a bucket on your head. Like, we're we're wading into you know treacherous yeah <sighs> capitalism. This is all you know material. You know, let's not go into this. It is it's pathetic, is what it is, and it's fucking brain dead. But like, hey, love, I can't wait to go to the cricket with a. Fucking chicken bucket on my head. Like, who thinks that? Come so on. Have they eaten the chicken and then tipped the bucket upside down and put it on their head? So no, they, got, they give them got out. KFC grease. They give the buckets head. out of the game. They're empty, clean buckets. They get. They do them in like team colours. It's all a big. Uh, Why yeah, would you want the bucket marketing? The let's chicken. not. Let's not go down this road. We started, but let's go back. <laughs> let's we're, not, we're not going down this road. I don't, I don't understand. Hey, on a positive note, Lady Reds. Lady Reds sitting third. Phenomenal. Sitting third. And um, spoke about it the other day, but the um, they're another one. They just bring in like I don't know how standard it is across the W League to have like your local, like obviously a squad full of a lot of local players. Mm-hmm. I think there's a bit more player movement now, given that the league's been around for a while. Yeah, we've got some wicked young South Australian players oh, in there. The local talent is unreal. We've got um, Dorber. Yep, Chels. It's good to go. Campagnoli. Yep, definitely Isabel um, Hodgson. Hodgson, Charlie Grant. Yeah. We've got some wicked young players, man. South Australians killing killing it. Yeah. Sitting third as well, so they're giving us a bit of positivity Definitely. about the club at the moment. It just and they're they're like I really they're really personable and like you find I find their connection on social media, their cut through is way better than the, the men's team. They yeah. just they seem more relatable and they seem more like uh, footballers I'd want to hang out with like. definitely <laughs> well you saw the you saw the Georgia Campagnoli interview yeah oh dude talking Tears. up that's, that's just what we love to hear we love hearing Tears that wise. talking about playing for the city you grew up in and like you know where you live and stuff that's we that just love hearing that stuff yeah that's the dream isn't it um yeah. Like, but it seems like the men's side they do seem to always they have to have that really stoic young man can't say anything that's going to yeah. fuck up any future brand yeah. endorsements or any moves overseas or whatever. But like, she, like she talked about going to games as a kid, yeah, which she uh, with her family and like in the NSL, and then growing up and now playing playing for Adelaide and now uh, record appearances. Yeah, 
most appearances. And she's still only 24, 26. I, I was going to say 24, yeah. 24, I think, maybe. Yeah, we could be shaving <laughs> a few years. We could be wrong. I don't, but she's got I plenty. Don't think she's going to mind. <laughs> plenty in the tank is the point I'm making. Yeah, exactly. She's plenty of years legend. left to go on. Yeah. yeah. Club we're, legend. We're talking you could establish yourself with statues out the front of the new city stadium. <laughs> statues of Georgia Campanile outside Memorial Drive. Yeah. Oh, Memorial where, Drive is not where it's going to be. Wherever they put the stadium. Wherever it's going to be. I just want them to knock down the tennis. fuck the tennis off and build it there yeah he's looking forward to our influx of COVID cases next week with the uh, tennis tournament coming our way can't wait what's the point of having a tournament after the Australian Open no one cares I don't know I don't want to talk about tennis on this podcast so I'm sorry I brought it up we've talked about a few other sports tonight actually no we didn't well we didn't talk about cricket we just talked about dickheads with buckets in their head true but because of the fucking cowbells that's what happens when you bastardise your game it is uh, got anything else to add about Adelaide this week? Just, uh, I'm a little bit worried about Tommy Urich. Uh, not so much in his output or lack of goals or lack what thereof or whatever. Uh, just the story that came out last week of him refusing to do press duties, uh, storming ah. off the pitch down the tunnel, <laughs> throwing a little bit of a hissy. And then I, from what I could see from the MacArthur game, very disinterested. Yeah, I mean, we had we had one shot on target for the entire game, and that came in the ninety second minute. I don't know. I guess he's he's probably frustrated from uh, with what's what's going on behind him on the park, mm-hmm. which is um, fair. A striker like him, if we're not going to get him the ball, there's not a lot he's going to be able to do. So, and I'm all for a good tantrum. To yeah, be honest. you don't mind it. I do love a good tantrum. Yeah. Well, if all you're doing is flipping off Fox Sports, I guess it doesn't matter that much. <laughs> Let's all do it. I think so. Everyone do it. I think so. <laughs> There was, I don't know, you, you're not on Twitter much, are you? But there was a tweet no. that resurfaced this week of the old Fox Sports, uh, like, head of communications or whatever. Yep. Just ripping Simon Hill so hard <laughs> because Simon Hill came out in his pod and uh, gave Fox Sports a little bit of shit. Yeah. And I just wanted to declare from the outset, we fucking hate Fox Sports. We do. We don't like them. The sooner we get the game off of that network... Do we need a lawyer now? Eh. <laughs> be fine. I've got no money anyway. Yeah, what are you going to take? Yeah, what are you going to take from me? This microphone is all we have. This is all we've got. Uh, that's all we got, Adelaide? I think so. You seem to have called my Eurich fears. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's fine. I, I just um, He'll score more goals. I th- again, like it's one of those things. The team just seems to be playing completely different away from home. So, mm. um, And the games that I have seen him at home, I think he's been great. He's thrown his weight around, bullying defenders. and Yeah. He gets criticism for not scoring goals, but like you gotta you gotta be careful of like people fall into this trap of like say Motore scores against victory, has a great game. Yeah. And everyone says, Oh, you know, so he should be starting instead of Urich and like you gotta be careful with falling into that trap. But I saw someone say that like Motore is making him look silly out there and oh. it's like you're kind of Oh, that's gross. If you're you're comparing these two to each other saying you know, you're kind of devaluing the one you're trying to praise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. If you know what I mean. Like, yeah, definitely. You're comparing two illogical players as well. They're not the same player. So they're not the same player. They may play... With different traits. They may play a similar variation of the same role, but they're different players. They have different traits. That's why they're both in the same team. That's Yeah, they balance each other very well. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all i got for Adelaide, so... Yeah, let's just hope for the best. Uh, the Mariners are red hot, and I would not be expecting too much... Friday night, to be honest. Fair. You got a game of the week for us? I do have a game of the week. What do you got? 
What have you got for us this week? Uh, there's a lot of really good Premier League fixtures coming up. Yeah. Um, and we've obviously we focus on the Premier League, but seems to be make or break time. The, all the games that are lining up are teams that are directly above each other in the table, or yeah. one or two below each other. It's time to make a move. It's time to make a move. So you're looking at games like Burnley, West Brom, and Fulham and Sheffield United, which could potentially decide who goes down. Who's yeah. gonna, and some of these teams are in decent nick. Cheers, it'd be rough on Sheffield to go down, wouldn't it? Oh, I th- after last season. Oh, I think so. God, it would be bad. But, they're they're recovering mean, slightly, but that West Ham result was not very good during the week. No. Um, they play Fulham, who are they're out, they're a little bit they're just knocked off Everton. Yeah, exactly. They're so. just coming back into into a little bit of a winning form. So. What that, else we got? Those are really good games. Uh, the Merseyside derby, Liverpool-Everton, which comes at just the right time. Yes. Liverpool on the slide. Yes. Everton doing Everton things. Everton, who knows? Yeah, they're just trying Everton to... Everton strike me as a real Ancelotti side. They do, know? don't they? They they're like, really do. I think I said that to you after we played them. Uh, yeah, like they they can be great. They can be bad. I think um, Ancelotti's got a bit of a reputation in Italy for like a one-off fixture, kind of the big game where he needed the result, the being able to get wheel. it. The yeah. cup final, you know, stuff like that. So... Yeah, that'll be a good one, the derby. That'll be Do you know what, what time is it? Uh, that is going to be Sunday, 4am. So, so we're all coming back from the club. Uh, watch it in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up and watch it in the morning. Depending. Depending what we do Saturday night. Um, the sun, is it Sunday morning? Sunday morning, Sunday yeah. morning so not Sunday morning. night. Yeah, okay. Saturday night, Sunday morning. Okay. Could be on, actually. Could be on, because... Uh, Nah, Burnley West Brom in the middle game. I don't know what's going to happen there. Well, no one's watching that. Surely. No one's watching that fucking shit. We'll just see the result and see who's coming up, who's staying down, whatever. Yep. Uh, West uh, West Ham Tottenham. West Ham just moved into the top four. Ooh, playing against juicy. A Jose side with a Bale. Jose. Oh, dude, everything is capitulating yeah. for Spurs as well, which is great. Yeah, Cannot it is. Wait a bit. for the new season on Amazon. Um, Gareth Bale, like he, <laughs> he's copying a lot of shit now. He is. He um yeah. because everyone stuck up for him with the Real Madrid thing. Yeah. And now he's come back to Spurs and it kind of looks like it makes sense. The same. Why he wasn't playing at Real Madrid. <laughs> he's just been the same. Yeah, it looks like the same thing. But he does not give one Just fuck. give it up, Gareth. Just go play golf. You love golf so much, just go play golf. Look at the amount of money he makes. Why would yeah, you give I it know. up? I know. God. Although they are saying it's going to jeopardise his move to China, but there'll be one Chinese team that's like, no, fuck Ugh. this. We're going to get someone will come in. How much golf can you play in China, though? Is it golf? They have golf courses. Oh, I imagine they've got golf courses. <laughs> all the rich capitalists <laughs> love their all the big businessmen and their golf meetings. Uh, I believe it's the CCP. No, let's not go into this. Oh, no, we'll stop there. Uh, and there's there's other banger games coming up as well. Aston Villa Leicester, which is another really good game. Leicester's in great form. Aston Villa's in great so form. So what you're trying to tell me is your game of the week is the entire Premier League fixture? Essentially, because then Arsenal play City as well. Like there's so many good I don't Premier think League be a games. Good game. I don't know. I think if Arsenal can get a spring on them. No, I think City do them easily. I think comfortably. There's no way to pick them apart. Did you did Did you see um, Gundogan after our G up? Scored twice uh, against Spurs on the weekend. I did not. Yeah. He did. We inspired him to another brace. Where's he gone? It's about time he's been showing it. It's fantastic. Yeah. He could even be in line for end-of-season awards. That's how good he's going. Uh, it could be. I think it's probably uh, too short of a spell probably, the season that he's done it in. Probably get the player-player. Still team. got your KDBs. and. He's out, I think he's outperformed him in Optostats. You reckon? Yeah. Oh. 
yeah, let's not deep dive into stats either. That shit's boring on podcasts. So. Yeah, until we get someone here to Google it all. Yeah, fucking hell, Jamie. Who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my game of the week is for the third week in a row is in Italy in the Syria. You don't say. It has to be though. It just has to be this week. Go on. Because it? it's the Milan derby. Ooh. The derby della Madonnina. I believe it is. Derby della Madonnina. Beautiful. Uh, Inter versus Milan. First versus second. Uh, everyone's been waiting for this for a while with these two sides going toe-to-toe at the top of the table. Now they go toe-to-toe on the pitch and it's going to be an absolute cracker and at a very watchable time as well. I believe it's a 12.30 a.m. our time, sun- Sunday night, Monday morning. Yeah, I'm nodding, so, but I don't know. Around midnight, yeah. So, But there'll be a write-up about that and our Premier League games this week coming up tomorrow or sometime, sometime by the end of the week. Whenever we get the chance. We'll be able to catch that. We're busy, man. We are. Uh, is that all we got for today? I yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, just another weekend of football that I'm very much looking forward to. Hopefully, it keeps me from going to the fringe because <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, I'm going to spend more money that I don't have and get so drunk that I want to ride the scooters uh, through like Hut Street and all that stuff again. And that's not a good idea. You shouldn't do that. Fair enough. You shouldn't do that. On that note, we'll leave it there, folks. Ciao. Ciao. Roll credits.